the best way to actually stop doing something or overcome something or whatever you want to call it is to actually understand its positive intent because in that moment we release resistance we're not fighting against it anymore welcome to talk deep to me i'm tatiana desire and i'll be answering your burning questions when it comes to self-development healing and spirituality spirituality this way you don't have to get lost in the rabbit holes of the internet and put the thousands of puzzle pieces together all by yourself. That's what you got me and the tarot for. So, let's dive deep, shall we? Have you ever been stuck in like this spiral of overthinking? It's like a certain pattern of thoughts just keep on like looping and looping and looping and looping and looping and looping your mind is just like fucking going crazy you're like i just want it to fucking stop like i do anything like let, let's distract ourselves let's do whatever but once you're stopped distracting yourself that loop of pattern the worries whatever it is that you're overthinking about just like kind of reappears and I recently found myself in that situation like you know I was bothered at something that happened and someone told me this and this is what I'm gonna do and this is what I'm gonna tell them next time and blah 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 in my head and it kind of like sucked the energy out of me so that's why I decided that that's something we're going to be covering today. And not only because I had that experience, but also because I know that there's so many people that struggle with that overthinking, that struggle with anxiety, that struggle with, you know, the mind chatter. And most of us don't have the tools to, to understand, first of all, why we are overthinking and what to do with it to actually create some resolve. So that's what we are going to be diving into today, and I'm super excited, because, <laughs> I mean, obviously, um, a lot of knowledge that I'm very looking, looking very much forward to, so excited. So I'm gonna let you know how I've broken down this episode. Uh, so we got three questions uh, that we're gonna be diving into and exploring and we're going to be using the tarot in order to go deeper, to create a deeper understanding, a wider understanding of uh, the dynamics of overthinking. And I wrote down the questions that I'll be covering. And the first one is, what function does overthinking have? Why do we do it? What are the positive intentions of this mechanic of overthinking that we have? And the reason why I'm asking this question is because I've discovered that the best way to actually stop doing something or overcome something or whatever you want to call it is to actually understand its positive intent because in that moment we release resistance we're not fighting against it anymore we're like when we start understanding it we 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 stop seeing it as something bad it's like ooh okay so this thing is happening because of this this and that and this is the positive intention of it. So instead of trying to cut myself off from it, I'm just seeing how my, 
being is actually functioning a way that is good for me, that it's trying to tell me something, which leads us to the second question. How can we find out what our overthinking aspect is trying to reflect to us? I mean, there is a reason we overthink. So how do we find the, the reason, the root, the reflection? What is our overthinking trying to tell us? And how do we, or how, rather the question is, how do we find out what the overthinking thing thingy that is happening is trying to tell us? And the last question is going to be how to stop overthinking. So hopefully these three questions are going to bring the information that we need together. Um, and hopefully we're going to get some insights into <laughs> uh, the dynamics of overthinking. Are you ready? I am. Let's go, okay? So for the first question, what function does overthinking have and why, and why do we do it? Finding the positive intent to it. I pre-shuffled all my cards for all the questions, but for this first question, I already have the cards laid out here on my table. I'm already seeing and tapping into some things, but I'm going to take a couple of deep breaths to tap into the energies that I'm seeing here. So why do we overthink? What is the function of overthinking? The function of overthinking, part of it, it's kind of like an alarm clock or like an indicator. Uh, it's kind of like a signal to us that something, something has disturbed something in us. Something has been shaken up. Something has been triggered. Something has been awakened. And so we can see, say that overthinking kind of functions as uh, the alarm bell. Like the ding, 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 motherfucker, something is off in your system. It's time to look at something. And then, yeah, it's time to look at something. Like, really, like overthinking is equal. It's time to look at something. It's time to look at something internally. Because when we overthink, it's usually because of something that has bothered us. Something, you know, that has shaken up our reality, something that makes us feel uneasy, something that doesn't really feel good to us. And it's kind of as if this compass that we have and where we're going to or what we desire or what makes us even feel safe, like this compass is telling us that, ooh, something in our perceived, like in our planning, in our perceived should Things should be going this way. Something here has been disturbed. Something internally has been shaken up. And so we, we, we um, the, the overthinking is the ring signal that is kind of like bringing us back to ourselves. Which is interesting because <laughs> for many of us, we do the actual opposite of it. Like what we do is... We overthink and we're like, oh, what the fuck? I don't want to be in this. So we just leave it, right? We try to escape it. We try to like shut down the overthinking mind. But what if we could change our perspective instead to see it as there is an important message here for me. 
there's the important message here for me that I need to listen to because there is something happening outside of me in the external world that is affecting me internally. Yeah, exactly. Something in the external world is affecting my sense of organization, my sense of peace, my sense of, of my patterns. It's interesting because actually not only is the overthinking mind giving us a chance to get to know ourselves deeper, to understand um, how our compass uh, is it's part of our guiding compass, right? And when I say it's part of our guiding compass, I'm not saying like, oh shit, I'm overthinking this because I'm worried and I'm afraid that, you know, oh my God, this job interview tomorrow, let's say, okay? And we're getting anxious about it. And we're starting to overthink and la la la, are we good enough? Are we this and that? So what our compass is telling us, it's not that we should avoid doing the interview, but it's telling us maybe that, ooh, this is something that is important to me. Or maybe it's telling us mm, the way people perceive me is important to me. Maybe it's, if we look deeper into that, it's also pointing us to to a belief that we have that uh, people's opinions of me is what gives me the value that I have. So our overthinking mind has a lot of information. It starts dinging, 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 dinging signals when something has been disrupted within us, something has been shaken up, it is shaken Something has been shaken up inside of us and it's time to turn internally and to meet that aspect of ourselves that is having a certain reaction. I'll give you an example of my life, okay? Like the... <laughs> the um, I'm going to tell you the situation that actually uh, inspired this reading which is my neighbor complained that I was making too much noise with uh, listening to music. And yeah, my mind started like making excuses for everything. And what I used, so I was like, okay, so I mean, something here has been, been awakened. Something here has been uh, triggered. Something, yeah, it's pointing us to a trigger, right? Uh, and a trigger usually itself is pointing us to something inside of us that has not been, re been resolved. And I'll tell you more about this in this example that I'm, I'm telling you. So the neighbor complained, I got triggered mentally, uh, and I used that mental energy and even that emotional energy that I started to, to feel the more I let my mind, you know, work, uh, get worked up. And I used it to, to really like do that internal journey thing, to really like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna let myself go into what it is that is happening in my internal body, in my internal world, in my mind, and in my emotional world. How is it affecting my body? What experience am I having in my physical body? 
And as I allowed myself to go deeper into the it, I started feeling like this crawling sensation on my skin. It felt like I was being like sucked in or like everything was way too close. And I started realizing that what triggered me in that is that an aspect of me was feeling like she wasn't allowed to take space. A part of me was feeling like she she was feeling attacked by the external world. She felt as if everything outside of her was a threat to her. And so she felt kind of like crammed into her little space. And she couldn't do anything about it. And if we look at the incident, someone complaining about me listening music, which feels like an expression of my soul, and when someone complains and, you know, gets like, wah, 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 at you, it kind of affects you. So in that sense, the positive intent of my mind was to point me into the part of me that was actually suffering, that was actually in pain. Really, the overthinking mind, its function is to invite you into an internal journey of deepening your own connection to yourself of getting to know yourself and resolve the things that need to be resolved in order to move forward, in order to create resolution and new beginnings. It's trying to point you to the things that... It's trying to point you to things that have friction. I'm seeing like this movement like... You know, when you're supposed to, like, make fire or something, but I'm more seeing, like, hands, like, doing this. <laughs> uh, I don't know if y'all know what this is, just by the sound of it, but it's me rubbing my hands. And there's, like, this, like, uh, yeah, a sort of friction. And, yeah, it's trying to point you to the friction happening internally so that you can resolve it. So that you can resolve it. It's trying to show you in which ways in which ways you're limiting yourself, in which ways you are stuck in a cage, so to say. Basically, our overthinking mind is uh, like, you know, when we're overthinking the thing and we're in that loop, Imagine if that circling loop of things is inside of a cage and it's just like it's like a bird just flying around in that cage and it's like it never getting out. That's type like that's that's similar energy to our minds like where are we stuck? A stuckness has been awakened and so we need to so we, we need to show this to our human, okay? That's what the mind is like. <laughs> thinking. We need to show our human where, where it is being stuck. Where, where it is like this bird that is flying stuck in its cage and it's not getting out. And we want this, this bird to get out of the cage because we want its freedom and we want its 
full experience. We want it to be in a place in life in which it has authority over its own life. We want in it to end cycles so it can begin new ones. New ones with inspiration that are actually aligned to this internal compass that we have. <sighs> Lovely. This was interesting. It has given me a new perspective on, on my overthinking mind. So it, basically it's trying to point us in the internal direction of what we need to look at in order to liberate ourselves. Let's keep moving to the next question. Let's keep exploring. Let's see. So the next question that we're going to ask or ask is, how can we find out what our overthinking aspect is trying to reflect to us? Let's pull the cards. How can we find out what our overthinking aspect is trying to reflect to us? Yeah. I'm really drawn to one card here as of now. It's called Face Your Fears. Farewell, farewell to the fear phantoms. And the image for me it looks like an eye, like looking something straight in the eye, like in the pupils, the center of it, the root of it. And what this is making me think, you know, with Face Your Fears, oftentimes fears are something that we avoid. And the first step to actually understand what our overthinking mind is trying to reflect to us is by actually looking at the content of the thoughts. What are the thoughts telling me? What are they saying? What got them triggered? What things are they keeping on looping and looping and looping? What... Uh, Am I trying, what, what am I trying to gain from, from this thought? And if it's this that I'm trying to gain, what does it mean that I feel like I'm, I'm losing? If, if, you know, like, when you are in an argument with a person, you stop the argument, you come home, and you're like, oh, fuck, I should have told them this thing. In that moment, what is it that you are gaining by thinking that thought over and over? Maybe you're trying to build yourself, your own self of sense up. Maybe you're trying to find a way to feel better about yourself in this situation. Maybe you're trying to paint the other person as bad so that you can feel good. If those are the things that you are trying to gain subconsciously from the overthinking, 
then that also means that there is something that you're lacking or that you experience that you're lacking rather. So maybe if you're trying to paint the other person as the bad one or the one that did the mistake that led to the whole argument then the whole responsibility is on them and I'm trying to rectify what I've done and my position and I'm completely right. What is it that I am missing in that moment? What is it that I'm lacking? Why is this dynamic? Why has this dynamic been born? And those questions can be really good self-reflection, but it isn't always that we get, you know, the depth of the answer of it. But this is a really good start to, to just like, with those questions, what we're doing is that we're cutting the loop of the overthinking mind. It's creating a cut. It's creating, it's questioning those thoughts, right? It's creating this, um, how to say, it's creating, I guess, doubt in our own perception. It's creating, no, not doubt. The right word is actually space. It's creating space between our own attachment of our, of our perception. And it's also giving us space to reflect back to what it is that we are actually needing in this situation. What is it that I'm lacking? Am I lacking self-esteem? Am I lacking a sense of feeling like I'm fully expressed? Maybe I'm lacking this sense of being heard and seen and understood by others. And the only thing I want is to make them understand because I've never felt understood in my whole life. And it always feel like, feels like a fucking fight or uphill battle to, to feel understood. And so I overthink the things that I should have said. Because then they would have gotten the point. But a really strong message that I'm getting here is, you know, exactly that. It's, it's about facing the fears. Facing the thing that we're so scared to look at. Because if we're avoiding our overthinking, our, our, our own thoughts that we're overthinking, if we're trying to escape from them, it means that there is something in there that we're afraid to look at. Because if we think about it this way, when, when are the times that our physical body reacts in a way that makes us want to escape? When we perceive danger. So if our own thoughts are making us want to escape, maybe there is a perception within us that believes that the content of our thoughts is dangerous. What is it in our thoughts that we perceive as dangerous? What is it that we are running away from seeing? We're trying to escape the fear of never having the thing that we want or need. Remember how we spoke about this compass that is pointing to something inside of us that is in distress because of that thing externally that triggered it to become present within us in that moment? Well, that part of us 
maybe it's lacking something, it's needing resolve around something, and the fear is around us never having that thing, never resolving that thing, never getting to experience that way of being, that way of life. Sometimes it's scary to look at where the compass is pointing. Because it means looking at our own pain. It means to look at our own suffering straight in the eyes, in the mirror. And looking at things that don't feel good. We are programmed to seek Things that please us because that means safety. Unpleasant equals danger. And that's why we avoid our own thoughts. That's why we escape from them. So the first step is to stop escaping from our own thoughts and looking at the contents of the thoughts. Even like meditating on our thoughts. And when I say meditating, I'm not actually talking about the traditional meditation in which you're sitting and just observing your thoughts pass and letting them go. It's more of like a meditation in which you actually explore your thoughts, rather. Like, it's sort of exploration, like looking at the contents of your thoughts and digging deeper into them like what if you're overthinking you know let's say that argument okay so allow yourself to really be in the thought like okay oh the argument is happening and you're seeing yourself scream and you're hearing the things that you would say and as you allow those to exist and you put your focus onto that thought that specific thing what is happening to your body as a response to what you're seeing in your mind. What's happening to your body? Pay attention to that. Do you feel certain sensations in different places of your body? What sensations are you feeling? So, maybe you feel angry and sad at the same time. How interesting. How come I feel angry and sad at the same time? So obviously I'm angry because I'm mad at someone, but why am I sad? You don't need to answer that question. You just need to spend time in that sadness. Spend time in that sadness, in that disappointment, in that pain. Yeah, it's about spending time in the pain, right? Not running away from it. Because that's where the answers are. And what I'm feeling here is that maybe as you allow yourself, you know, the energies to amplify, the emotions, the thoughts to amplify, we might be getting like this urge to express it outwards, to express it out. And you're being encouraged to do this in a way that is safe. You know, like in your own home. Like what I do when I'm feeling, you know, those urges coming out of me 
if I need to scream, I take a pillow and I scream into it. Maybe I just hit the couch and like, ah, whatever it needs to come through. And it's through that process of, you know, kind of like step by step by step, exploring your internal world, the, the, the small things that come up, the, the images that you see, the things you hear, the things you feel inside of your body. It's kind of like all of the things that pop up are, are, are clues. Are, it's like a red thread that you get to follow in order to actually, uh, in order to actually understand what the overthinking mind is trying to reflect to you. Let's keep moving. Let's see what uh, the cards have to say when it comes to how to stop overthinking. And I think we got um, a fair share of information already. Ooh, interesting. I'm just going to take a... Uh, I'm just going to take a second and tap into this because I'm seeing themes here that... I want to better understand and put into words. <laughs> I'm hearing besides everything that we already told you in this reading, in this exploration, whatever we've covered this far, those are the first steps. Looking into them, facing your thoughts. Yeah, it, it's the process of facing your thoughts that actually allows you to release the thoughts so you know th there is often time like we we hear oftentimes the saying of like you need to let go of emotions you need to let go of a situation you need to let go of these thoughts but what the fuck is actually letting go what does it mean how do we let go so what i'm seeing here we have three steps besides the ones that we've covered already right I'm seeing one first is, you know, doing the work of seeing whatever it is that you need to see when it comes to your thoughts, enter them, look at them, understand them. What are they needing? What are, is my attention being drawn to when it comes to these thoughts? Use that, use that as material for your own growth, for the understanding of your own human, for the understanding of the world of how we function, of how our mind functions, of how our emotions function. So start understanding the information that came through in that internal exploration and start by feeling and actually giving it your understanding. You're, you're, you're already expanding, you're already growing, you're already creating those shifts internally. And the more you actually accept and give love to the parts of you that are suffering, that have been reflected in those overthinking thoughts, the, the, the more, the less resistance you have to them, right? The more you understand them, the more you show love and compassion to those suffering parts, the rest, less resistance there is in that dynamic. 
meaning we're not fighting against our overthinking thoughts that much anymore. We have understanding for them. We see things from their perspective. Even though we know it's not the ultimate truth of the universe, it's the truth of that specific aspect within us. And our own, and us being in their perspective and understanding and validating its perspective is helping us release resistance and actually create some form of resolution internally. And that brings us to the next step, which actually occurs automatically as a result of the first step of the processing, internal processing of that. And that is the letting go. As I said, it happens automatically. It's kind of like uh, that energy's. Uh, what is it called, that word? I don't remember dissipating right it's like yeah it's kind of like loosening up inside of our bodies inside of our minds it's kind of like the magnetic pull is not as strong maybe you haven't fully stopped the overthinking but the the as he said the pull is not as hard it's not as it doesn't have as much force so that means there has been some sort of processing and some letting go happened. And sometimes this is a process that we have to, to repeat. Because maybe there are many layers in, in those aspects that have been awakened inside of us. Um, that are being reflected through the overthinking. So maybe there are layers that we need to work through. But we'll see that for each time that we do these processes that... Um, we're releasing a little bit more resistance each time. And for each time, we're also letting go bit by bit. When we process the pain, the suffering, uh, the wounds that we have internally, when we process and when we bring our presence to it and when we bring our love, compassion and understanding to it, that naturally creates the alchemy inside of us that allows it to be released that allows us to, you know, actually drop it and seek something new and something better for us. And the next step here is to actually start taking actions on the insights that we gained from that internal process. So let's say we discovered that one of our needs um, was to feel as if we express ourselves better, right? So maybe action steps that we can take as a result of that insight is one, learning to understand ourselves first. How can I understand the messages of my body? How can I understand what I actually want? How can I understand... Um, ooh. I took the wrong example. My mind went into two different places. So, yeah, the example I took first was if we actually wanted to express ourselves better. Yeah, no, actually, it goes perfectly together. So if we want to express ourselves in a way uh, better, we want to express ourselves more, maybe the action steps that we want to take is to first understand ourselves in order to actually express the things that we're 
wanting to express in reality, take the time to get intimate with what we want to say. Maybe another action step in, in you know, feeling more uh, expressed is to find people that actually give us the space to express ourselves and lessen the time we have with people that are not supporting our expression as much. Maybe we need to practice using our voice in a space in which is safe to us. So that process is actually going to help you stop the overthinking. Whew. That was very interesting. A lot of information, a lot of insight, a lot of new things that I didn't... Um, have an understanding for in this way. I hope that whatever we covered in today's episode can help you also navigate your own thoughts, uh, navigate and understand why uh, overthinking happens and they can, I hope that this has given you practical practical tools in which you can actually meet uh, your overthinking mind and not have as much resistance to it because it's actually trying to point you to something very beneficial and positive for you. One of the things I've learned through my journey is that everything in our being is doing the things it is doing with a positive intention, even though we might not perceive it as a positive intention. Maybe we, from an external point of view, are like, what the fuck? How could doing this shit to myself have a positive intention? But if you look deeper, there is a positive intention, and that is the case with uh, overthinking too. So, <laughs> beautiful people listening to this, thank you for your presence here. I'm so happy to have you in this space with me. I'm wishing you the best on your journey. Thank you and see you around soon.